0: See, what you do is always less important than what you are. What you do is just your actions and your behavior and what you are is much more than that. We usually judge people on what they do and then label them as right or wrong. At the level of what they do, it may be but at the level of who they are, what they are, there is no difference between any of us. At the level of what we do, maybe you are more skilled in doing something. Maybe you are a better cook, maybe somebody else sings better, maybe somebody else speaks better, maybe somebody else does yoga very well. But when it comes to being meditative, when it comes to being in knowledge, when it comes to being committed to the spirit, we all are equally capable, and at that level you cannot differentiate between individuals. So spirituality is all inclusive. It does not exclude anything. It is pro-everything, anti-nothing. Just like God is all inclusive, isn't it? Is it can anything be outside God? When you say God is omnipresent, omnipotent, then Within God, there is good as well as the devil, whatever you can call good and devil. Maybe divinity doesn't see it as good and devil, but you see it as good and devil. What you see is good and devil. Good people and bad people, they are all within God, isn't it? Good deeds, bad deeds, merit and sin. God and the devil, what you call How can devil or somebody, Satan, be outside God? Then that defeats the very definition of God, that God is all-inclusive. Everything is within divinity. Depending upon your convenience, you would label some as good, some as bad. Depending upon what you see as the end point, you take something as beneficial, something as not beneficial. It's all our own mind making these distinctions. You see what I mean? So let's not go against anything just because of what somebody does or what their actions and behaviors. There's a beautiful story about Adi Shankara. Adi Shankara is once walking in Kashi and a a chandala comes in his way. A chandala is somebody of a very low caste who is supposed to be almost always intoxicated with alcohol, very dirty, meat eating, not a very uh, elite person, if you may say. So Adi Shankara says, Hey Chandala, how dare you come in my way? Please move aside, step out of my way. Then the chandala stands with a smile and says, What do you want me to move, my Lord? This body, this mind or the soul? What do you want me to move? Suddenly Adi Shankara, something clicks in him and says, What a knowledge! So he completely underestimated this person and suddenly he bows down, the one person with whom he wanted to get away from his way, he bows down and catches his feet and says, You have shown me the truth today. So you never know. Well, the story goes saying that it was Shiva who had come in that form to, uh, to test Adi Shankaras, uh, truthfulness, whatever. So the point is this: you know, we can't judge people by what they do. Maybe there are people in this very group who, who love alcohol, or who may still be. Consuming non-vegetarian food. If not, then maybe their children are having, they don't have any objections to it. Okay, and we can't say no, 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 you should not be doing this, you should not allow your children to have. This this ends up in a very complicated situation. Does this mean we encourage non-vegetarian? No. We don't discourage, we are not anti-that. That's up to it's an individual's choice. Is it good or bad? I would only say it's not so good. Especially somebody on the spiritual path. It's like you are running a marathon but you are carrying a heavy backpack and running. It's something like that. It takes much longer for you to feel free and light, sink deeper into meditation. But that does not make you bad or non-spiritual. Christianity is a meat-eating, alcohol-consuming religion. Buddhism is a meat-eating religion islam is a meat-eating religion uh, that does not make those people who are following that any less spiritual in my awareness there are two communities who have done enormous research into the food habits one is the Madhva brahmins second is the jainas their insight into what type of food does what you watch to consume is tremendous if there is any food habit you want to emulate you should go to them somebody is a foodie to see what exactly you should be doing. However, does that mean that there are a disproportionate number of enlightened people in those communities? I don't think so. There is no evidence to support that. Yeah. So they may have a much better functioning body and mind, better, better conducive body and mind to get into meditation, to be able to realize knowledge and that's all it is. Yeah. Are you getting what I am saying? So, what we have done in this forum, we have carried very carefully and very much with awareness, we have stayed from all, away from all these things. Our focus is only this, is being in knowledge and being meditative. And let's keep it to that. And I can see people here in this group who have been very regular over the last 2-3 years, you have made such tremendous progress in your meditations in your perception of truth in your understanding of life you are simply unparalleled you look around and see if you belong to an organization you look around people at a very high level in that organization itself and see sometimes you feel what's happening with these people don't you see that you are so much a light i would say why? Because we have just stuck to our focus of being in knowledge. Yeah. See, Rama, Krishna, Shiva, they were all non-vegetarians anyway. So even though you may be worshipping Krishna and you may say, maybe pro-pure vegetarianism, Krishna was non-vegetarian. And Rama was non-vegetarian. Yeah. So, let's not get there. non-vegetarianism has a huge impact on the environment you know it's not so good for the animals that are being consumed in their pink of their health it's not great for the environment as it the livestock feeding and rearing consumes so much of farmland so much of food grains and so much of the livestock industry emits so much of uh, carbon gases so there are a lot of other things which may not be favorable but at an individual level the person who is consuming the impact is much less significant than when you compare the n- impact on the environment, the impact to the animals. It's it's just not aesthetic, you know. It's it just feels very unsavory to uh, to eat a living, moving uh, animal. Uh, you know, let no, let's go. Let's not go into this. So it's just it's just the aesthetics of spirituality. Non vegetarian does not go into. it. Yeah? Okay. Right? So you can be pro something without being against something else. You can be pro fitness without being against indulgence. You can be pro silence without being against noise. You can be pro Vegetarianism without being anti non vegetarianism. You can be pro spirit without being against the body and mind. You can be pro meditation without being against the rituals. Yeah? So you just focus on what you want to be, not on what you should not be, where you should not go. So let's be careful, let's be aware, and let's spend more of our time in focusing on ourselves, who we are, and more than what we do. At an individual level, let's make the best choices of what is good for us and for the consciousness of the planet. Otherwise, let's stick to ourselves. Okay? Jai Gurudev!